Warning. The podcast you are about to listen to will contain detailed plot spoilers. If you do not wish to have the movie ruined for you, I recommend turning the podcast off now. Also, the podcast will contain graphic and explicit language. If you don't think your ears can handle it, turn the podcast off and go change your tampon. You have been warned. Welcome to the Movie Pit Podcast, presented by RMJ Media. Happy New Year's, kiddies. Welcome back to the Movie Pit Podcast. This is your host, Ryan. I joined, as always, Seth. Howdy, y'all. So today, it's probably not going to be a very happy conversation. Um, today we're here to discuss 2007's movie version of Jack Ketchum's The Girl Next Door. But before we get into that, as always, what have you seen? What do you want to see? What don't you want to see? Um, well, we saw... Yeah, I was going to say, I knew this was going to be the first one you were going to bring <laughs> we up. We saw the mean one in theaters. Fuck yes. Yeah. Um, it was it was exactly what I wanted it to be. <laughs> yeah, and I'm happy it was exactly what I wanted it to yeah. be. Like, they did such a phenomenal... Like, even with the narration doing the rhyming like Dr. Seuss would do. Yeah. You had the fucking crazy character in the movie called Dr. Zeus. Zeus, yeah. Um, they were getting it real was close. Just so, and I, I was kind of like... I was worried that they were going to make uh, David Thornton, who played the mean one, be really goofy with a lot of dialogue. Mm. But I'm happy they went straight Art the Clown and not a line of dialogue except the one line at the end. The one line at the very end, I'm not going to say it and ruin it for people, but he does utter one word and that's it. Yeah. But from start to finish, yeah, it's. It's goofy as fuck. His facial expressions were dead on. Oh, fuck. Yeah. And like his mannerisms so always crawling around yeah. in the background and shit. He had a blast doing oh, that yeah. shit. He you channeled, could just tell what he he's just channeled doing his, his thing. inner Jim Carrey like, to <laughs> yeah. the fucking T, man. Yeah, it was quite enjoyable. Uh, anything else you've been watching, though? Because um, I, I know see. you were, well, before you get into that, because I know you were a little disappointed that I got to see it. I've seen it twice in theaters now. Um, you were a little disappointed because you were traveling out of state. Yeah, Kentucky. The day I went to go see it. Yeah, but at least we got a chance where we got you in the theater to get a chance to see it. I was kind of hoping that um, those other people were going to show up because I I, did, I wanted to talk like through the whole thing. Like, I wanted, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we do, but um, no, it was it was a blast. But I watched um, for the first time. I watched uh, the Cabin in the Woods. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And uh, I don't know what took me so fucking long to see that movie. <laughs> Because that movie was a blast. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, I enjoyed every oh, bit of it. Yeah. I didn't bitch about anything for, at all for that one. I recommend it highly. It's one of the few things I actually like Chris Hemsworth in. Yeah. You I'm can tell not it's... a big fan of the Marvel movies. <laughs> yeah, they are. It's not they are. my jam. I tried, and it just, I was like, this is getting a little too much for me. And then, like, yeah. I like that kind of shit, but even I was, like, burnt out. And I was See, like, I'm I more of a DC break. guy. And I love DC, too. Um, but uh, they don't, they're a little more, I guess, tasteful and, like, 
throwing out their movies. It's not like this fucking massive orgy of just goddamn movies every other. Yeah, you yeah, know. yeah, yeah. Um, and what the fuck else did I watch? Mm. Uh, oh, yeah. <clears throat> Zero Theorem. Oh, yeah, yeah. That fucking movie was cool as hell, too. Kyle kept telling me to watch it, and I just kind of kept pushing it off. And I think I, I did put it on one time, kind of in the background or whatever, but didn't really pay attention okay. to it. Because some of the shit was looking familiar, but uh, I recommend that one as well. That's that's a good, kind of makes you think about, you know, he's, he's he's waiting for the fucking phone call, you know, to find his purpose. Yeah. And unless, you know, you'll find out from there. But <laughs> um, other than that, I, I'm, I still want to see... Blood and Honey, uh, I think. We only have two months to wait for that one. Yeah, that's February. Okay. But it is coming to theaters. Mm-hmm. I hear they're doing the same thing like they did with uh, Christmas, Bloody Christmas, and The Mean One. After seeing The Mean One, I am super bummed that oh, I didn't so see I. Uh, so Christmas, Bloody Christmas in theaters. Because that would have been way better than how the fuck we did it. But um, yeah, man, that's that's all I can really think of right now. What, what do you got going on? Uh Watched Point Break for the first time in a very long time. Um, it's one of those. I just love that movie. Keanu Reeves and Keanu shit. Reeves, yeah. Patrick Swayze. <laughs> what brought that on? I don't fucking know. And to continue on with that hot, like holiday spirit, I know this is going to release after the first of the year, but had to watch Die Hard because I don't care what you say. That's a fucking holiday movie. That's fair. Um, it doesn't love Bruce Willis. <laughs> Yippee ki yay, motherfucker. <laughs> That's right. Um, <laughs> I walk around on broken glass just to kind of read, you know, only during the holidays. Do you right. know what I mean? It, just in my kitchen. What well, channels your inner fucking John McClane? Yeah. Also, reference channels I'll, Home Alone as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wear a wife beater and I shave my hair. You know, it's, <laughs> I just, I really get into it. If I could grow facial hair, I'd get that five o'clock shadow rocking. For some reason, I watch fucking Johnny Dangerously. And if you have no idea what the hell that movie is, it's Michael Keaton back in the late 80s, I want to say. It also has Joe Piscopo, who was on SNL. Okay. In it. Um, the theme song for the movie was written by Weird Al Yankovic. Oh, bitchin'. So it's not to be taken seriously oh, then? Oh, hell's not. Okay. Hell's right. not. It's <laughs> like right. a parody on fucking 30s mobster movies. Oh, okay. It's a hilarious movie, though, but I hadn't watched it in fucking years. Um, trailers. Every trailer I see for, I'm going to call it m 3 because it doesn't look like Megan when you look at it. Um, every trailer I see makes me more and more worried and leery about seeing that movie. Well, I think because each trailer that they've released is showing more and new content. That's why I'm convinced that we just we've already seen the fucking thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, that's what worries the yeah. fuck out of me. Mm-hmm. And the fact, like, I believe it's going to be a PG-13 movie, which there's nothing wrong with that. James yeah. Wan did amazing with Insidious. It doesn't need I, to be gory. I just don't want him to fuck this up because I think the premise behind the movie is actually a pretty cool premise. Mm-hmm. The first trailer, I was stoked. Okay. Second trailer... My bar went a little lower. They released some short clips from scenes. Bar went way lower. <laughs> yeah. Like I should and stop doing this I'm to myself. I'm just avoiding anything yep, else that go. comes out yep. until the movie comes out in January. Um, 
What else did I watch? Is that is that shit coming to theaters? Is that straight to Yeah, it's coming okay. out uh January sixth. Okay, so we'll I don't know I don't know, January sixth. Is that gonna be worth to go see in the theater? I don't know. Yeah. I, like I said, I'm scared as fuck. <laughs> I'm scared as fuck about that movie. Um I guess you just have to, yeah. So I haven't made it through one hundred percent of it, but I started watching a wounded fawn. Um yeah. It it's beautiful movie. Acting's really fucking good. Sweet. But there's also only like two characters in the movie. So <laughs> like so far, or do you think that's how it's gonna be like, like in total? Literally, like there was more characters in the beginning of the movie, but mm-hmm. now that they're at the cabin house, there's two of them. Like I said, I'm about thirty minutes into the movie. Cool. I right, like the trailer. About halfway one. through the movie mm-hmm. and nothing has happened yet. I'm like, oh dear God. <laughs> The last half of this movie better be fucking balls to the wall phenomenal. Otherwise, yeah. <sighs> I'll watch it anyways, just so I can give you yeah, my I'll my make, two cents. I'm sure you can see it. Yeah. Um, well, let's not <laughs> waste any more time. Let's pull the bandaid off. Yeah. Um, let's listen to this trailer and talk about Jack Ketchum's "The Girl Next Door." sister hanging here instead of you and second i know some of the bad things you've done and i'm kind of interested to hear them so maybe this confessing isn't such a kid's game after all i can hear it from the one of you or i can hear it 
from the other. You just think about that. This is it, Jennifer. Your big breaking TV. In 2007, a man named David Moran witnesses a hit and run where a man is hit by a car in New York City. He responds to the situation and tries to resuscitate the victim. That evening, he reflects on his past in the summer of 1958 when he meets his first teenage crush, Meg Laughlin. Meg and her disabled sister Susan have lost their parents in a car accident and are now living with their aunt Ruth Chandler and her sons Willie, Raffi, and Donnie. Ruth freely allows her son's young friends, including David, into her house, where she entertains them and offers them beer and cigarettes. Meanwhile, Ruth starves Meg, subjects her to misogynistic lectures, and accuses her of being a whore while her children listen. After an incident when Meg hits Ralphie when he inappropriately touches her, Ruth strips and spanks Susan for being a conniver, forcing Meg to watch. Ruth then confiscates Meg's ring necklace that had belonged to her mother. Meg reports the abuse to a local police officer named Officer Jennings, but law enforcement does not criminally charge Ruth. As punishment, Ruth and her sons bind Meg in the basement and torment her, strip her, and then leave her overnight, hanging by her arms from the rafters. She eventually becomes dehydrated and is unable to even eat the dry toast Ruth tries to feed her. Ruth again spanks Susan's bare bottom as punishment for Meg. With Ruth's approval, the neighborhood children visit the Chandler residence to tie, beat, burn, and cut Meg for fun. Ruth cauterizes the wounds Meg receives with cigarettes. David tries to tell his parents, but is unable to do so. Officer Jennings checks in once more, answering another call about Meg's abuse. But Ruth and her sons convince Officer Jennings that they were simply roughhousing. While they are distracted speaking to the officer, David loosens Meg's bindings and tells her to escape that night, even offering to leave money for her in the woods. Meg nearly escapes but is caught when she comes back for Susan. David returns to the Chandler house and is guided to the basement where Meg is being raped by Willie. Donnie also wishes to rape Meg, but Ruth refuses because she thinks it would be incest for him to skinny dip in his brother's scum. Ruth then carves a sexually explicit message into Meg's ab abdomen with a heated bobby pin and burns her clitoris off with a bl blowtorch. David attempts to leave and get help, but the boys tie him up and kick him in the groin before turning their attention to Meg. Later in the day, David awakens still on the basement floor. He frees himself from his bindings and finds Susan sitting with an unconscious Meg. Susan reveals that she had confessed to Meg about Ruth molesting her, making Meg hesitate to escape alone. David plans their escape and lights a fire in the basement. As Ruth enters, David beats her to death with Susan's crutches. Susan's son arrive in the basement and Willie attempts to cut David's throat with a knife before Officer Jennings inter intervenes and arrests the Chandler boys. 
The police take Susan from the basement so she can testify in court, leaving Meg with David. David returns the ring necklace to Meg, who uses the last of her energy to thank David for what he has done and profess her love for him before finally dying from her injuries. Back in 2007, the adult David reflects on how his past still haunts him. However, as Meg taught him, it's what you do last that counts as credits roll. So I'm just going <laughs> to let you try to go right into this. Yeah, man. Um, shit brought my day down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. But you can't say... I didn't warn you. I literally said the movie we're doing this week is going to be a gut punch. Yeah, and I guess just my definition of gut punch, I, it was maybe a little vague or weird. Was this a little lower than the gut? Uh, <laughs> dude, this shit like cut deep in the sense of just like, fuck. Yeah, it's dude. not just a gut punch. It no, punches you in the soul. Yeah, like, it's, it's a rough fucking movie. Yeah, this shit legit made me uncomfortable. Like, like I, Even I, more so you, than was, fucking I Serbian film, right? Way more than Serbian. Like, And that sounds fucked up, but this was like, I was... I was moving around a bunch. Yeah. I couldn't find. I was trying to like just gather myself while just the story is so goddamn sad. And the, you know, the mom plays her role. I mean, very fucking well. And even listen, fucking the well. trailer gets you hooked on this bitch straight yeah. from the jump, dude. Like, and she did such a stellar job. And for, I do appreciate the fact that in the trailer, they start off with saying something that doesn't happen until the end of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. it tells you what you're getting into with this movie. Yeah. The, the, just the trailer was rather haunting just to listen mm -hmm. to, but I can, he, I can feel it being intriguing to like a listener. Cause yeah. I, I'll be honest. That's the first time I've listened to it. Mm -hmm. Um, but after, after watching the movie and then hearing the trailer, you know, it's, I, I don't know, I don't say. <laughs> yeah. It, it's, it was rough. Yeah. And like, this was a movie that I was introduced to by my brother. I think he had seen an article in one of my Fangoria magazines. And it was just a random pickup one day for him at Best Buy. Okay. He watched it, handed me the DVD. And said, you need to watch this. Yeah. Like, this is a <clears throat> tough movie. And it it's a different kind of horror. Yeah. It's like where I would say Serbian film is more of a straight up horror movie because it's kind of like a horror slasher with Milo killing everybody. Right. This one is a completely different kind of horror. Different yeah. definition of horror. It's horrific. And especially you know I mean? like what, this, this was based off a book by Jack Ketchum. And what makes it even more horrifying is that, yes, this is a fictitious story. But everything that happens in this movie was inspired by an actual case in the United States. Right. Um, I believe the lady's name, the, the Ruth in real life, I believe her name was Sylvia Lincoln. Hmm. And they made like it's not going to be the movie that they made is I watched it is not nearly as extreme as this movie. Okay, because it was a lifetime movie. Oh yeah, yeah. They they can only push the boundaries. An, it's called an American crime, and I read the Jack Ketchum novel. Jack Ketchum novel is graphic way more than this. Yeah, like. um we're going to discuss more scene by scene here in a minute, but I want to get this shit out of, out of the way. Um, in the movie, you have uh, Willie raping 
Meg mm. in the basement and the mom rooting him on to a fucking point, which is really fucking disturbing. And the fact that they all watched, they were, like, like, and there was a whole bunch of other watching. kids too, yeah. like other neighborhood kids. Yeah. Fuck. Um, in the book, it's the younger two brothers uh-huh. that are raping Meg. <sighs> That's fucked. Uh, and even I read an article with Jack Ketchum about this specific novel. And this just blew my fucking mind. He's like, yeah, everyone's saying my book is too graphic, too graphic. Well, let me tell And he said, well, let me tell you something. There's a lot of crap from the real case that I refused to include in my book because I thought it was like so fucking horrible what was going on. So if he made this made his cut, what the fuck really happened? Because I haven't read the actual case file. Mm-hmm. I just saw the movie made about the case. Jesus, so, so this is like almost tame compared to yeah, probably. There was a lot of crap that happened that he refused to include the events in, in this book and movie. Jesus fucking That's Christ. a scary fucking thought, huh? Dude, it is, because this is already like insanely fucking awful. Uh, I couldn't even, I don't, yeah. So now let's look, yeah. go a little bit scene by scene. Okay. Uh, movie opens up. I love the fact that you have, uh, adult David is played by Richard Thornburg. That's the character name from Die Hard. If you recognize him, <laughs> he was the fucking dickhead reporter from Die Hard. Okay. Um, and he was also the dickhead fucking professor and real genius and shit like that. So they just like are you like reuse that name? No, what? no, literally the actor that played the guy. Oh, okay. It played bad. in Die Hard and Real Genius. Nice. Um, and did you notice who the actor was that got hit by the car? I recognized him. Um, you but couldn't play him. Yeah, I don't. I don't, can't think of anything else that I've seen him in, but I I, I recognize them. Mister Shikadance, Ace Ventura, Pet Detective, Ventura, yes, Satan. Oh, yes, Satan. Yeah, yep. And then he also played uh, Don Salamanca in Breaking Bad. And I watched that shit too. So I the bell, mm-hmm. the guy with the bell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And literally, he just shows up to get hit by a fucking car. Um, <laughs> So that that's it. that actually like the hit and run at the very opening sets the tone pretty fucking well for this movie. I don't know, dude. <laughs> <laughs> no, because well, a hit and run is in is everything. Though. Though. It is though. It sets the tone of what the movie is. Because why does David go in? Because everyone else is standing around doing nothing. I see. Mm, okay. <laughs> That's the whole point of this movie: is don't stand around and do nothing. And essentially, the fact that he wants to die. <laughs> Because he's like, if I could have walked out in front oh, of that yeah, car for him, yeah, I would have. We'll talk about that a little bit more. Um, so that quickly goes through. We go back to David's house. He has an envelope, which they don't really explain why it's an envelope like that's been mailed to him. Like maybe, maybe it was evidence. Maybe Susan mailed it to him. No, it might have been evidence. Uh, yeah, and he like got they, it from the cop. They might explain it more in the book, but like I said, it's been so damn long since I've read it. Yeah. Um. Anyways, we cut to the summer of 1958. Davy's fucking catching fucking crawfish in the fucking creek. This is where we meet Meg. 
um, right off the bat, I think that I think Meg and Davey have a good chemistry together. Right off, yeah, like, right from the get go. Both very good actors. Mm-hmm. The only thing that bugs me about these early scenes is you can tell they're very liney. Well, you could tell it was ADR, which means additional dialogue recording. Oh, so because they were. Sh- shooting outdoors in those scenes okay so there must have been heavy winds or something where after they shot it on scene they take it edit the scene down then put them in a booth because the audio obviously would be unusable okay and they're reciting the lines one line at a time like even maybe two words at a fucking time Mm -hmm. because you can tell the the mouths don't quite sync. And the that sound slightly is off. off. Yeah. yeah, it's slightly off. Um, I'm not holding that against it. Every fucking movie does ADR. It's a fact of fucking life. Yeah, you got to work with what you got. Yeah, if you Nature, have, son of a bitch. If you have shit audio, you have to fix it. Um, <laughs> yeah, we've been learning that, haven't we? <laughs> right. Um, but like I said, the chemistry between the two of them is fucking phenomenal. I think their chemistry is better than any other actor's chemistry with each other in this movie. Like the kids, yeah, they play well off each other, but that's not hard to fucking do. They weren't really, they didn't really give off like the, the brotherly vibe though. Like they didn't, they didn't vibe as much as the other two. Like you're no, saying. No, like but. with uh, <clears throat> uh, Donnie, Ralphie and Willie. Yeah. Yeah. It just seemed like they were just fucking reading, li- kids, reading yeah. lines. Um, <clears throat> The, the one that really confused me is why is there that one random dude that's obviously three to five years older than everybody else hanging out with these young, like I'd say early to mid teenagers. Right. Yeah. He definitely is clearly older. I, he's got nobody else. His dad beats him. That's why he's a rebel. Yeah. Um, so Davey goes over next door, sees Ralphie, Tormenting night crawlers with fire ants, red ants and black ants. Wow, that's foreshadowing there, ain't it? Right. <laughs> um, then we meet Donnie. They walk away. They come up to the fucking dumbass Tony. Or no, Eddie. Eddie's his name. Um, then Eddie's sister comes in. Then Willie comes in. It's like just a fucking barrage of characters. I'll be honest. Here. I did kind of like how they just kind of like just kind of threw them all in yeah, there like that. But they, it was just they like, did boom. it the right way. One at a time. Mm-hmm. One new character. Yeah. yeah. It felt natural. And like kids walking down the street, you know, during the and summer. I think this is this next part I'm going to talk about. This might be the one part we can probably laugh at <laughs> during this podcast. Eddie's sister says, it's summer. How come we haven't played the game? apparently in the summer in this small town and from the best I can guess, I'll say this takes place someplace in Kentucky. Like I said, I'm sure they say in the book, but that was not even going to try to fucking go back that far. Yeah. Reading sucks. Um, Their game is to blindfold somebody, dump a basket of apples on the ground. They count to 40 while everyone else runs. Then the person gathers up as many apples as they can and walks blindly through the woods. And when she hears something, throws an apple. And when she hits somebody, she has to run back to home base. 
but she's fucking blindfolded. Yes, and I think they all also get to throw apples at her too, because I feel like I saw some of the fuckers holding them. Uh, well, no, because the trick is that it's kind of like tag, right? Like they have to tag her or tackle her before she gets back to the big tree. Like I said, I'm not even going to try to understand the logic of this fucking game, but I don't know how many of you out there have ever spent time in the woods. There's a lot of crap on the ground and the woods is called the woods because there's a lot of trees. <laughs> yeah. Sticks and fucking spiders and shit. No, I thought she was going to trip over that be, one branch. On. You would not be running through the woods with a blindfold on because you just go straight into the fucking tree. Hell, in Arizona, if you were running on the fucking Mogollon Rim, you might just run right the fuck Whee! off the side of the rim. Yeah, we got places to jump. That's the one thing I thought was fucking stupid. Yeah. Even in the book, I thought it was fucking <laughs> stupid. They were trying to make it all nice and, oh, they're having fun. No danger here right. in the woods. We're safe. <laughs> like, that's the complete opposite. Yeah. Well, I don't know. It is in a basement, right? That's the other fucking unsafe place to yeah, be. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So you have that little light scene there. And then I believe, no, it cuts to them at the carnival at this point. They go to the carnival. Um, They're bonding. Yeah. Davy sees Meg. Ask her if she wants to ride the Ferris wheel. And the two of them, again, just have the way they uh, feed their lines off one another. I think it's as good as actors twice their fucking age. Like, they... Yeah. You really feel the connection between these two characters. Going back real quick, what did you think that, how did you think she got the scar? Cause they don't tell us how she gets it. It's in the car crash. Uh, right. But I mean, when you first saw that, what did, where did you, where did your mind go that you thought that she got it from? Or did they, did they mention the car? Oh, they did in they the trailer. Did, yeah. Fuck. See, and I hadn't seen the trailer. Um, so I was but like, also they kind of like, I, I thought it was like a, there were mobs or something, and then she was like, "I had seen the trailer in the of mm-hmm. this before I saw the movie because I watched the trailer and the DVD before watching the movie." <laughs> okay, so I knew about the car crash part, um, but that was a gnarly fucking scar. They did a good job on that fucking scar. Yeah. Um, I was thinking she had like a dark past or something. Like maybe she cut herself or, something. or you know her family was in the mob and like she got like <laughs> maybe like captured or something bad happened remember i had no idea what the fuck i mean i don't watch a trailer yeah, i didn't yeah, pre-watch yeah. this i had no idea you See, just gave I'm, me a title i'm happy that you didn't watch a trailer because the trailer will tell you exactly yeah. what's gonna happen oh i did that on purpose for this one too yeah because i knew that like you said it's a good punch i'm just like well fuck i'm i don't want to i want to make sure i get the most worst experience <laughs> out of this possible um so Davy asked, I got more tickets. Do you want to write again? She said, I would love to, but Ruth says I have to get home. She can be a little funny sometimes. And Davy makes a comment. Yeah, Ruth's great. She's like one of the gang. That's when we immediately cut to the following day when they're all inside Ruth's house. All the kids are watching TV. Drinking. And every single one of them has a can of fucking beer <laughs> in their hand. Yeah. Um, and I know parents can be lax is like well you're gonna drink anyways might might as well do it around here so we can keep an eye on you not this young not this young not this young she was like really eddie, encouraging maybe him. eddie yeah. maybe um well you saw the kids they were like barely chugging it down yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, and well she was telling them make sure you finish your beers boys and they were like uh so all this crap's going on she's constantly picking on meg 
I I didn't like how long it took him to believe her at how awful Ruth was to her. Like she was yeah. very sincere in all her lines. You oh, could yeah. tell she was tormented. Yeah. And especially he, like the scene where she's asking him, can you buy me food? I yeah. haven't eaten in two days. Cause I can't, cause I can't like, she, yeah, she understand. does. She says I'm fat. She yeah. says I'm fat. She hates me. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, cause I think, I honestly think they're trying to play it off as Davies so blind because he does get to do all this stuff at the Chandler house and mm-hmm. has pretty much free reign. As you can see, he just randomly walks into the house whenever the fuck he wants to. Um, I just feel like he, but I feel like he wasn't really listening to what she was saying. Cause like, I don't think he wanted to believe it. Oh, uh, I think it's one of those he's innocent shit or he's just like blind to it. Cause like, yeah. no, no, no. Like it, it, I don't think he, cause it takes up until she brings the cop to the house and eventually when they tie her even when they bring the cop to the house and like they're beating fucking uh susan Mm -hmm. and all this shit it's not until they have her strung up in the fucking basement that he's starting to be like yeah because you could tell by the look on his face that it's starting to click. Yeah, but the tone, this fucking evil bitch, every time there was an interaction, but he did was you there. Notice, though? And the whole slut thing and the, oh, the yeah. picture. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, she was super cunty to this chick. Like, oh, he yeah. was so blind. It pissed me but off. I like <laughs> the evolution of the Ruth character. Oh, uh, yeah. Because, like, at the beginning of it, she's talking about, you know what that carnival's mentioning? A good old fashioned hoochie cube. Yeah. And as the movie progresses, she starts getting more disheveled. Her voice gets more monotone. Her terminology gets more fucking fierce. Her eyes just kind of start to get more hollow so and darker. As Ruth starts decaying them down. Yeah, degressing. That's when Davy is starting to realize what is actually going on. And now she's strung up and this is a scene I don't know how they got away with shooting. I do not know how the hell they got away with shooting. Yeah. Like, I know for a fact the actor that plays fucking Willie, he was not 18 years old. Yeah. And maybe it was a fucking mannequin that they were, or like a dummy or some shit that he was pulling the panties off of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, that, yeah, that, I, I, that weirded me out. I'm like, a, fucking full-on nude girl in front of all these fucking kids i'm sure like because you never see you just don't expect to hear those fucking words in a movie you know and and written and said the way that it does because then you hear it and you're like no 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 i didn't just fucking hear that right and then you're like they're not gonna they're not gonna you know they're they're not gonna show and shit and you're just like dude why why did you have to throw that but again it's it's explicit and they're you know they're trying to show you that this is awful shit that happens and i get that yeah uh but me as a viewer you know it's hard it's hard to fucking watch (laughs) i was so uncomfortable Um, during this film (laughs) and this isn't i'm gonna say the same thing i said about a serbian film the parents that agreed for their children kids to do this movie yeah but this is here i know that that's what i'm saying that's twice as fucking bad um I'll get into it. I just kind of want to get through this because I, I, 
I want to talk about the movie, but I want to get through the scene by scene because okay. I did the fucking synopsis and that was hard enough to fucking read. <laughs> okay. um, so we're going to skip a little bit here. Um, Davy spends the night at the house. They end up going back downstairs because they want to get another glimpse at Meg's nude body, which is really weird because they're fucking cousins for one. No, second cousins. Second it's cousins different. that makes a difference. Mama said. <laughs> Mama said. Um, and they're trying to make a deal with her. They give her water. Um, they agree to loosen her bindings and lower her down a little bit. So it's not such a strain on her arms, but only if they let the, let them touch her. She's like, no, that's not going to happen. He's like, well, we can do it anyways. You only do it once. <laughs> and I like how strong she's getting at this point. Mm -hmm. She's getting stronger the weaker she's getting. Yeah. She's getting more. They're not breaking her. No. You know what I mean? Her she's will. getting more conviction. Mm -hmm. um, Davey ends up saying, Ruth will never notice, ends up getting her some slack anyways. Um Cuts to the next day. I'm literally. I'm going to stick to everything that happens in the basement from now on in this okay. part. Next scene is Davy walks in, and all the neighbor kids have her fucking tied up and pushing, like fucking literally. They have her blindfolded, hands tied behind her back, and they're treating her like a fucking punching. Yeah, they really are just kind of going in, literally their beating the shit out of her. Yeah, and then like. I think Eddie says, I just want to burn her. I just want to cut her. Let's cut her. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, we're going to cut again. Next scene, Davey goes down. She's just sitting on the on the bed. There's a doorbell at the ring, or a doorbell at the door, obviously. A ring at the doorbell. A ring at the doorbell. A ring at the door. Smartass. Um, <laughs> The boys go up to handle it, and Ruth's still down there. And Davy says, well, do you really want to let them handle this? And she's like, what are you talking about? Well, what if it's uh, Jennings? Well, who's Jennings? The officer. Good point. Good point. Goes up and is like, not, and this is the uh, part, the line from the trailer. Not one sound from down here, otherwise I'll kill you both. Yeah. She goes upstairs, and sure enough, it's Officer Jennings. Donnie and Willie come downstairs yelling at fucking David. How the hell you, you told him? You told him. He's like, what the hell are you talking about? He's like, how'd you know it was Officer Jennings? He's like, I didn't. I made a guess. That's bullshit. That's bullshit. Why'd you send my mom up there? And he makes some comment about just trying to get her moving because she's looking like a zombie, which she is. Yeah, and I loved how the little so. brother was like, actually, he's right. Yeah. Also, the line that he uses... uh I'm going to stay here to make sure she doesn't run away. She's yeah. fucking tied up, right? So that was already a weak-ass lie from, yeah. the, uh, from the jump. Yeah. Um, so now we're cutting. He uh, ends up telling her that you'll get him out, get her out, get her out. She just has to run, run, and come back for Susan. Just get the cops, get the cops. He'll leave money for her at the rock where they first met. He leaves the money, comes back the next day, lifts the rock. The money is still there. I was kind of hoping that was going to be like one of the end scenes where adult, um, he goes to the rock as an adult and the money's still there. Like, I, yeah, you know what I'm right. saying? Like that could have been a different yeah. ending or something. Um, that would have been like the, she never, she never escaped. Like, Oh, they, we moved away or something. I don't know. So Davy goes back to the trailer house. This time Davy's saying, uh, Donnie meets him and says, come downstairs. They go downstairs. 
Willie's raping the shit out of fucking Meg while all the other kids and fucking her little sister is having to watch this. And like this whole scene just progresses, progresses, progresses. Donnie wants to fuck her. Ruth won't let her let him, but little Ralphie wants to cut her and put something in her. And this is where they type in the, they burn into her skin. I fuck, fuck me. Um, and then she was like, well, now no man will want her, but she may still want men. And this is where she talks about African culture and shit. Yeah, shit, a little bit of her brother. And uses a fucking welding torch. Yeah, that shit that, was like, so rough, dude. That's a hard fucking, like, oh my you God. don't see anything. Well, I didn't, but the I sound she, of the torch and yeah. the sound of her, the actress scream mm-hmm. is so fucking spine chilling. Well, she was like, they cut it off. And I was like, oh God, she's going to cut it off. But then she busts Fuck out with it, the torch. Yeah. And, like my stomach dropped when I saw that part. I was that that, that I, I saw you kind of slump in your chair yeah, i was like no that, I, it came out of nowhere because that bitch is so evil and honestly a part of me was like she told them don't touch her don't touch her don't touch her and i was like okay maybe she'll be okay for a while and she won't let them she won't let them do anything to her yeah. and then she just kept fucking changing and just like the devil inside of her just fuck became way more apparent as yeah. this shit came out dude and and how much all the other kids vibed off of her evilness and she does kind of throw a couple little mentions about the dad being like a piece of shit as well. Because I was wondering about that. Yeah. Where are they getting this money, you know, to buy all this food and cigarettes and beer and shit and have the house? Like, there was no dad. But obviously that wasn't the point of it. But I wanted some more backstory as to why these kids are so fucking evil, dude. Yeah. Because, well, if you have that as your fucking mother. But, but what? Yeah, I know. I agreed. But I wanted. I thought maybe the dad had an influence or something. So it takes... Meg getting her clit burned off. That's when Davy tries to make a run for it from the house and Willie and Donnie tackle him. And that's pretty much the end. And fucking Ruth makes a comment. You you should be happy that you don't have a little spot like she did. But then again, you have two little friends of your own that you have to worry about. Yeah. Our friend who was nuts. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) They tie him up, throw him down in the basement. This is pretty much where we start wrapping shit up. Uh, He wakes up unties himself in a very creative way sits down on the bed next to meg where susan's on the other side and like this is the other part like just her delivery that just fucking like sank my soul yeah it's like david do you hate me do you blame me no why he's like you should meg should too and this is where you find out because they she tried to get the dot or sister and that's when she got caught. And the reason why she went back is because she reveals that sometimes Ruth touches me and makes me bleed. I told Meg and Ruth, she went after Ruth and all this crap happened. Just her delivery of those lines. The fact that a girl that fucking young had to memorize that dialogue in deliver that dialogue yeah and as well as she did yeah that had to be fucking brutal yeah had to be fucking brutal i imagine those kind of lines haunt you <laughs> you know what <laughs> i mean yeah. being like a small little actor person yeah uh, a young yeah that um and this is where like because meg is completely unconscious at this point 
And Davy's like, if, if I can find something to fight them, if I can find something to fight them, and this that's when Meg comes to and says, there's nothing I've looked, I've looked. And Susan says, well, how about those? And referring to her crutches. And this is the scene I fucking like. He gets the ingenious idea. He gets like a bunch of I, what looked like insulation. Okay, I thought it was lint. It, it, it was something. Maybe yeah. because they do the fucking laundry downstairs yeah, it very okay. well could be lint mm-hmm. um puts that in a fucking metal barrel motherfucking bucket, fireworks puts a shit ton of fireworks in there lights the fucking lint or insulation on fire and just lets it go once they notice like they don't notice the smoke coming under the door at first that it's not until the firecrackers start going off that mm. they go downstairs and of course ruth is the first one and i love how fucking David does not fucking hesitate. Beats her over the head with that fucking crutch, jumps down and gives her like three or four more fucking whacks, killing the shit out of her. I'm not, I'm not a sports person, but you saw me get really excited, like as if I was watching sports and someone was like going to win. Yeah. I, I was super stoked he was laying into that bitch. And like you said, no hesitation at all. He was just fucking cranking. And I was like, get her, fucking yeah. get her, dude. Yeah. Like, like, I oh, think that, everybody who watches this movie so when good. he's beating fucking oh, Ruth, so it good. feels fucking good. It does. Nothing's. Got, I've never watched a movie that's made me feel that fucking stoked. Um, oh, okay. I was maybe for Halloween when the mom dies, but you don't get to see it. Yeah. But yeah, this yeah, you yeah. get to. So thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> Everything else was fucked up, but thank you for that part. So at this point, Willie and Donnie come in, see David has killed their mother. Willie tackles him, pulls out a pocket knife, attempts to cut Davy's throat. But this is the part I don't get. How'd the cops just randomly show up at that moment? I'd be there'd been multiple instances of them reporting shit to them. So I'd be willing well, yeah, to bet he might have just been chilling. Right at that time. Well, that's true. They never make an inference whether or not. That because everything's taking place in the basement at this point, they never that cop s- knew those kids were lying. Well, yeah, but it could have been the same day as when Jennings was there earlier, because they never make inference that it's a different day. Oh, it could yeah. very well it's still be the same scene. day, and mm-hmm. they're parking outside. Yeah, they hear the fucking firecrackers and see smoke. That's a good fucking. That's the only logical explanation yeah, to, to why the cop show up. This is the first film that we've watched so far where the cop actually was doing his job correctly. Yeah. So I give mad props to Jennings. Yeah. All the rest are retarded. Um, so the deputies, they pull Rob, uh, Donnie and Willie off of Dave, Davey. And I'm happy that those little shits got fucking arrested. Yeah. Um, then Jennings ask what happened and david just says it was it was ruth it was ruth she did this to meg so jennings takes uh susan upstairs says stay with meg keep her comfortable at this point david go lays face to face with meg who she's talking to him she says can you do me one favor david says of course can you get my mother's ring back that yeah. Ruth has stole? <laughs> Super important. He gets up, rips the, for the second time. How many chains did they go through on that <laughs> damn fucking ring? Um, rips it off it Ruth's neck. 
and he places the ring in Meg's hand. And I'm not going to go through all the dialogue because like this, this next series of dialogue from Meg, like this is coming from me. This tugged at my heartstrings. Like it was some rough fucking dialogue. Yeah. Um, She's saying, he's like, you're taking care of me now, right? And Davey's like, yeah, 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 I am. Yeah, I am. You're taking care of Susan too, right? Yeah, yeah, everything's going to be okay. We're all okay. Thank you, thank you. And then she, it's hard to hear sometimes, but she's talking about things that she wanted to do, wanted to do. Wanted, Davy's just re, uh, reassuring her that everything's going to be fine. She goes talking about, I think I like to dream and wish dreams came came true and says, I think you've been my dream. I think you've been my dream. And he says, just rest, just rest, just rest. And these are the last two lines that she utters. I don't think I'm going to make it. I think I love you. And she dies. Like that is it. And it's not just the words. It's how she delivers them. Yeah. In that Like it's hard to describe. It's just fucking like it's chilling. It's eerie. It's sad. It's creep. Like scary almost you wanted to hear her say that and the fact that she fought so hard through all of that shit and then right at the end when she knows that she's safe and she can to a certain extent like die like not happy but at peace yeah and she's able to tell him like you know and i I love you like because he 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 was he was rooting for the best that he could man put up like she made it through so much yeah the only thing i could think of is she suffered like well, she was dehydrated, obviously, malnourished, and her body probably just suffered from the shock yeah. of the clitoris. There. It was, yeah. Had to be. Mm-hmm. Had to be. And even the look on Jennings' face when he comes down and sees Davy holding onto her covered he nude body, up. and he's crying his eyes out, mm-hmm. crying his eyes out. Even the look on Jennings' face yeah. is heartbreaking it's heartbreaking because he feels so bad he's like i could have done something yeah hearing davy cry fucking suck because you knew yeah like um go ahead no i was (laughs) just gonna say he had that look on his face like i could have done something they had multiple times told me yeah and he was trying he just didn't do quite enough like I would have searched that entire damn house. Well, do you think that because of the time period, like in the fifties and shit, well, like how true. things that's were, you true. know, they do only that take. That is true. And like, okay, so with the dad, I wanted to ask you about this. Do you think that they over exaggerated the dad's responses in the way that he was, or do you think that there's no way it was that true to that time period? Again, I wasn't alive well, during like that time. Davy's dad. Yeah. Well, yeah, that is a really like when uh, David asks him. Is it ever okay to hit a woman? That scene, is that, that what you're scene, about? and even the scene um, where where there he's uh, wants to say the night. Oh yeah, yeah, you know yeah. What I mean, like even that felt just a little too dismissive. But again, I wasn't alive during that time. Well, I think that just comes from the man of the house has to be right. Oh yeah, you, you know what I, I'm saying? Okay, I just felt like it was a little over exaggerated. Like I knew shit was like that, but yeah. because the way that this movie is, I feel like they wanted to add a little bit of a darkness to almost all the characters that were involved. I did like you the touch I mean? in the movie about the being the late fifties that when David goes into the parents' room to 
and why he would try to tell his mom while she's sleeping about what's going on next door, I'll never fucking understand. Maybe but, to show her some kind of emphasis, like I'm waking you up. The mom and dad have two separate beds. Yeah, well, the, you get a better night's sleep when you <laughs> fucking sleep separately. And it was for efficiency, from what I understand, because he had to go to work all day long, and obviously she had to stay home and watch the kids. Yeah. He's like, don't fucking touch me, I gotta sleep. Yeah. Right? That, that's what that shit was made for. <laughs> <laughs> don't touch me, bitch. <laughs> I gotta um, wake up and go do this shit. Uh, so... Meg's unfortunately dead. Now we cut back to old Davy, head down on the table, glass of scotch in hand, heads on the painting that Meg made him. And he's talking about how his past will always haunt him, but he ends up going back to his childhood home in the creek. And I like the shot of where you see the reflection of old Davy and then Meg's next to him. Yeah. I did like that shot. And he re, uh, repeats the line that Meg tells Davy uh, before in the basement, bef- the scene before she gets raped. Um, it's what you do last that matters. That is a true statement, but it's also a false statement. <laughs> yeah. Yes. What he did at last mattered. It got, it saved the little sister. But if he had done something first, both sisters would have survived. It it was a struggle to watch him witness it and feel like that he was going to be the only one involved. But considering how many other neighborhood kids were, were like witnessing all this yeah. shit, like they weren't saying shit either. And she didn't threaten them. Yeah. Right. So that just means in that time period, yeah, you that, just witnessed <sighs> fucked up shit and didn't say anything to, to adults. Right, like, right. Th- it's awful shit happening to fucking another little kid. I don't know. And it, what, like I said, no way. You, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Maybe but the fact the community, that this is an actual fucking thing yeah, that happened. That's what makes, what makes it even worse. Uh, the scene where they're on that bed to me was equally as bad as the end of Serbian film where they're all on the bed right before oh, when yeah, they all because like yeah it's, it's, I'll it's, agree it's, because it's parallel. dying mm-hmm. that killed Davy. yeah it killed Davy. because mm-hmm. even like when you look at old Davy, and I think that I, I never remember his fucking name the actor that plays him you look at his eyes there's no life in him yeah, he's dead. He's dead inside. And he even talks about it. Like he's on his third marriage, doesn't really care about any any of his wives. On the wrong side of fifty. Yeah. And I'm this, I'm that. Yeah. I don't need to tell them. Yeah. Why should I? Yeah. I barely want to remember it. Um I I just I love that dialogue and the way he delivered it. But yeah, you're right. That it's very similar to the end of a Serbian film. Even the shot itself. Yeah. Like when it zoomed out in the room and they're all just chilling there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's actually a very good fucking comparison. I never thought about that. Never wanted to think about that. But, um, <laughs> well, that covers everything. Like not everything. I Like I said, I skipped because I this movie's harder for me to talk about than a Serbian film. Okay. This movie's a lot harder for me to talk about. I than was a hoping Serbian she was going to stab one of the motherfuckers when he gave her when he gave her that pocket knife. Right. She should have had some some vindicate aside from slapping Ralphie. Maybe she was afraid that if she did that, something bad would happen to her sister. That's the only. Well, that is true because yeah. they make a point. And every time you disobey, she gets punished. Yeah. And what's more fucked up is she was fucking crippled. Like she was in the leg braces from the car accident. Yeah, she was all Forrest Gumpy. Yeah. Um, 
So let's talk about the acting. We talked a little bit with about uh, Megan Davy. Um, I will say I'm happy. No, well, not happy because the actress that played Meg, she was 22 when they shot this. I movie. genuinely felt bad for her having to act this out. Like she, I genuinely feel bad for her having to act this out in front of 14 year olds. Yeah. Because Davy, the actor that played Davy was 14 when they shot this movie. Yeah. He was born in 1993 and this was shot in 2007. There's no way they could have fucking edited it. Like just with cuts and like angles to. Unfortunately, there's unless you have a really good compositing, really good compositing. Like, I'm sure, because like I said, anytime you see her nude standing there and the kids in front of her, I'm sure she's covered. Right. Like, pasties mm-hmm. and a fucking, what they call them, a muff cover is literally uh, what they call I've it. I've never heard that term, but I love it. <laughs> yeah. um, they use it in sex scenes, so you can't see anything and things can't touch certain things. Mm. Um so I'm sure they use that. Yeah. But that still had to be uncomfortable as fuck for her. Yeah. Because all those fucking little creepy little beady eyes staring at you. Yeah. This movie's fucking. Well, even the fact like because the, the actor that played Willie. I remember him from even Stevens. Not even Stevens. He was on one of the Disney Channel shows. One of the Disney Channel shows. Which one? I can't fucking remember. Then this makes... If he was in a... If it he actually was, might have been fucking even Stevens for all I know. That, that's like a... You can make one of those like weird comparisons right now if you <laughs> wanted. You know what I mean? Because there's a lot of weird gross shit. Like this, similar to this that's going on. Oh, yeah. Yeah. In studio shit. Yeah. yeah there's yeah. all reports and shit all the time, man. Oh, fuck yeah. Um, the fact that he's the one that strips her. And he is stripping her because you flat out fucking see it. Yeah. Um, and that's where I'm saying with the pen, like the top, fine. Because you can put pasties on, you don't see anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but when he takes the panties off, even with a muff cover, it, it, having his face that, that fucking close, close. Yeah. I'm like. Unless it was a double, like you said, if it was like a. It, like a dummy like or something. A, I, for the love of God, I hope it was. Yeah. For the love of God, I hope it was. Because there has to be some kind of rules like the within the industry with that shit. the fucking basement, when you actually see her full-on frontal nude, mm. she had to be full-on frontal nude when the kids were in there because they're walking out and you see it. And that is not composed. Super, uh, superimposed. Yeah, like I said, you would just think that there would be some kind of rules within the film industry that would be like, yeah, we have to follow certain. Go- well, not we there, have, we we should and we need to, but maybe like I said, there have are to. rules. Yeah, but there's also rules about fucking showing nudity of children between the age of nine and seventeen. Like you have to be eighteen to go nude, and if you're under. Or I think it's six and under. So six to 17 cannot be nude on camera. But being exposed to nudity at a under like a certain age range, that's not a real thing. I don't. Yeah, know. apparently like, not because they didn't give a fuck. Because like, if you go back to fucking Blue Lagoon, fucking Brooke Shields, you see full on tits in that movie. And she was only fucking 15 when they shot that movie. Yeah, but was she being, was she exposed to other smaller, like, 
actors. Another actor. Uh, yeah. Younger actors, it's though, like in this two shit. people in the movie. Yeah. Blue Lagoon? <laughs> I haven't seen that shit, I don't think. You don't want to see That's it. That's fair. Thanks. It's about two fucking kids that get, like, two kids, parents die, and they raise themselves on an island. Oh. Some shit like that. Ed. Sounds weak. It's yeah, it's fucking terrible. They eventually <laughs> like, made but a I sequel returned to fucking Blue Lagoon. <laughs> yeah. I saw it once back in the day. The reckoning and then it's all murder. I was that fucking kid that ooh, Brooke Shields nude. I'll I'll watch that movie. Don't mind if I do. <laughs> <laughs> this is coming home with me tonight. I stole this shit from uh, Blockbuster. But I I I remember talking to somebody about this movie and they said something and like I almost smacked him in the side of the head. He was like, "Oh my god, she was so sexy! Like she was so fucking hot." When you finally get to see her body, what? Bro? I'm like, she was strung up from the fucking ceiling and blindfolded. She's been beaten. You think that's sexy? Some people are into that shit, though. You know what I mean? Oh, we were talking about the. I'll I'll kind of lighten this up a little bit here for a minute. We were talking about it earlier, and you told me to mention it. Um, one of my cousins. This was, fuck, probably twelve years ago now. Told our other cousin, "So oh, you have to see the girl next door. It's the best movie I've ever seen. You have to see the girl next door." Cousin goes, digs it up, watches it. Goes back to our other cousin. Why the hell would you make me watch that? That was the most depressing thing I've ever seen in my life. It's like, what are you talking about? It's fucking hilarious. And I'm sitting there laughing my ass off. And he's like, what's so fucking funny? I'm like, he wanted you to see the 2004 version with Eliza Dushku, who plays a porn star. And you watched the 2007 Jack Ketchums, didn't you? (laughs) What a horrible mistake I have made. And the fact that he's like, dude, it was hilarious. What the fuck is wrong with you? That shit was not hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> it would have been great um, if you punched him in the mouth. He's like, that was not hilarious. What is wrong with you? So, like, I'm not going to touch on, like, Ruth did a phenomenal job playing this demented character. I'll give her that. It was disgusting how good of a fucking job right? she did, dude. Right. Just every every line was just, did you just say that, bitch? And her eyes and her fucking facial expression. And she was the devil, dude. That chick had to yeah, be like a demon. Right. Um, the cinematography in this movie is off the charts good. Yeah. Like, every scene is composed fucking beautifully. And it's it's simple, right? I feel like they didn't go above and beyond. To try and to like, it. I, it pains me to say this. Once the movie hits the basement... The lighting is beyond phenomenal, the way they light that everything that happens in that. Mm -hmm. All the horrible things that happen are surprisingly very well lit. Well, it sets the mood and the tone. Yeah, because it's very eerie down there. Oh, God. Very fucking eerie. And even the door opening is just super creepy, like soft status and stuff. I mean, it was was a horror film. It totally was. Yeah. It was Um, in the basement and shit. The sound design. there, there was a score in this, and it was a decent score. Mm-hmm. Decent score. Um, but, like, I have to give props. And, and the sound part of this movie is not to the score this time. It's their sound design. Like, their sound design. You could close your eyes and watch this movie and have your stomach drop. Yeah. 
because you know what's happening. Like even before you see Willie raping Meg, the way they fucking the squeaking of the springs. Yeah. The way that they filmed it going the down way the she's stairs. moaning. Yeah. Like the sound design lets you know what's going on before you even see it. And I think that's the horror part of it too. It's just. Yeah. The- and unfortunately, watching this movie, I knew a rape scene was going to happen even before it fucking happened. Oh, okay. I thought it was going to be Eddie and not fucking Ruth's oldest son. Willie? Willie, yeah. I didn't want to harp on it anymore, but I just thought of something I wanted to mention. I thought it was really fucking sick when Ruth said, like, after Willie f- rapes her, she wants Davy to rape her next. And I know that's one a punishment to Meg because obviously anybody, any woman gets raped is a fucking punishment. But she's doing it as a punter because she knows, I believe. That they like each other. That, and that Davey's the one that's been talking to the cop. That let the cops know about the punching bag. being Her being used as a punching bag. Because it is a little weird that Davey knew that Jennings was at the door. And I can, I can say this for a fact. It is the case because they say it in the book. I do remember that. That okay. Davey is the one that's been calling the cops from after he saw her obviously say something first and he's like i gotta get this shit going yeah um but back to the production side of this um not a lot of need for special effects because like i said it's not that kind of horror movie um they did good on as good as you can making a girl look fucking a mat mass uh, what's the word a masticated like when you just get so fucking I know the word. Yeah, I'm trying to th- emaciate. Uh, it's like uh, emaciated. <laughs> hmm, we don't know big words. <laughs> We're just it's a on bunch the tip of, dumb. of my. It's on the tip of my tongue. Um, to make her look so fucking dehydrated, weak, and like she's her from the first time she's down in the basement, she's got the fucking dark circles under the eyes. And every time they beat her, she gets more and more bruised, swollen, bloody. Um, When she's finally on her deathbed, literally and figuratively, the way that they they show her fucking lips are fucking split open and shit like that. That because it looked fucking real. Yeah, it looked fucking real. You could tell what her like. I it hurt my lips when I watched her trying to make her eat the toast, and she's like, "I'm just so dry. It's so dry. Like, could you imagine where you you're so fucking dehydrated? You have no liquid anywhere in your mouth, no saliva, and she's trying to shove some dry ass toast down your mouth, and then she starts shoving her like, yeah, oh man." It was, She's like, just leave it. I'll, I'll, I'll eat it later. I promise. I'll eat it later. Just leave I'm it. I'm sorry. I'll clean up the... Yeah. Like, and where I'll give that actress, I don't remember her last name, but I know her first, first name was Blythe. Um, the complete turn and being able to portray that from the bright-eyed, mm-hmm. happy... Yeah, look at the first at the scene to the last. To what she becomes at the end. That girl has acting chops. 
and I'm sorry she had to do it in a film like this. But she she was she is the reason why I watched this movie multiple times. Her performance. Her performance yeah. is amazing, beautiful, and haunting. It is. And and heartbreaking. Yeah, the good and evil too. Main leads, yeah. main characters. I yeah. think they did a phenomenal job. Davy Davy does a great job too, but I think the good versus evil there. Well, yeah, and Davy Davy's like, phenomenal. Mm-hmm. He plays good off everyone, but his character, yeah. When he decides to do something, he's got a shift in character arc. But he's very one note. His performance never really changes mm-hmm. where like you said again ruth and uh meg kind of do the same thing they both start off here and they slowly start moving down down together down together yeah. mm-hmm. um and they both die together yeah huh that it's an interesting juxtaposition huh yeah it's balanced <laughs> mm-hmm weirdly uh, enough to say that but yeah they did a good job with that yeah davy lives the dog the, the, the sister lives the sister lives right um i know yeah. in the book they talk a little bit more like i think that davy receives letters from susan mm. every so often i'm happy they left that out of the movie because again like this movie's hard enough to watch and I'm happy that they left it out because that would just be make Davy even more suicidal in my mind. He's already suicidal living with or would it give him a reason to stay alive because maybe, maybe you know I mean, he's the only one left from that experience yeah. that she probably and she has no family. Yeah, she has no family. He's might be all she has. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because obviously that little girl had been thrown in the foster care system. Maybe when he got old enough, he adopted her some. Maybe. Um, oh, God, I don't want to think about any of that. Uh, like, is, it, um, is there any other aspects you want to talk about? Like anything that stands out? Anything that you want? <laughs> and don't be as smart as to say, yeah, the premise. Anything you didn't like in this movie? Uh, I've kind of slowly bitched about the only few things that I didn't like about it. Uh, I think if I had read the book, I might have a little bit more feedback. Uh, and, you know, if, if I didn't even see the trailer. So I I don't know, man. It was, I guess I'm still gut punched in the sense of yeah, like, like, I said, like, this is I, a hard movie. It's a hard movie to watch, even harder movie to talk about we were after. Pretty a quiet outside. Like, and it was like a different tone of quiet compared <laughs> to Serbian film. Because yeah. Serbian film was like shock. This was shock, but this was also like, this, like because like you and I know that this happens. To this day. Yeah. And it, 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 like I guess the first thing I said is this shit ruined, like brought my, my day down like hard. Yeah. And, and I do apologize about that. Uh, but again, it's very real shit. And I don't it, know. And I think that's what makes this movie so hard. Yeah. It's very real shit. It's too real. You know, we're watching, you know, the mean one or we're watching Santa kill people and shit. That's yeah. just fun, right? Yeah. Killing us. But like when, Things that are just way too still current, you know, you see this shit in the news all the time, you know what yeah. I mean? And like, I don't watch the news on purpose for that fucking reason. I don't have social media. I don't do any oh, yeah. of that shit because I don't want, 
And I'm not trying to be like blind. I'm not stupid. I know that shit happens. I'll say this. The news is the scariest show on TV. Yeah. I want to try to keep my day chipper. I try to have, you know, I try to laugh as much as I can in this. This isn't doing that. But uh, (laughs) um, well, that's because I know we were talking about it. And then I thought uh, maybe I was happy that we didn't have Roxy watch um, this one. Yeah. (laughs) Um, There's no way in fuck. If you would. Like like 13. Yeah, because that's a different kind of hard to watch. Yeah. This one, like, when I said, when I saw a Serbian film in the theater, I made the comment, and I still feel that way. It's the only film I felt dirty having watched. Mm -hmm. I don't feel dirty watching this movie. Right. I feel dead inside every time I watch this movie because it's just so fucking heart-wrenching and heartbreaking. It is, and that... That I'll give credit to him again. That's the fucking credit the to every actor in this movie and to the writing of mm-hmm. this screenplay adaptation of Jack Ketchum's novel. Yeah. I, and directing then too, the, right? Oh, yeah. The directing had to portray and this that is story. the first movie this guy ever directed. And this is one of two. He directed another one five years later in 2012 based off a of Brian King novel. And never has done anything else. I haven't seen the one he did. I think it was called Ghoul. Um, haven't seen that one. I might dig it up just to take a look. So it's becoming common that we're kind of these directors come in and they they do a couple of bits and then they just kind of disappear. It's very, that's very common in Hollywood. Like what people come in, they hit something out of the park, and like with this one, yeah, it was on the film festival circuit. People loved this movie. They loved it because it is a so be- real. It's beautiful. Raw. It's real. Mm-hmm. It makes you. It makes you feel. Yeah. And if it makes you feel as a human being, that's a good fucking movie. Yeah. If a movie like Halloween makes you cheer when something's fucking happening, that's a sign of a good movie. Right. Or makes if you you're react. watching the mean one and you are laughing your ass off as some bitch is getting fucking put down a fucking disposal. Yeah, Blood's going <laughs> everywhere. Blood's going everywhere. That's a sign of a good movie. Mm-hmm. Anything that can make you feel or react, even if it's a negative reaction. Yeah. Like how people, uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night, the reaction that audiences had trying to get a band, get a band, get a band, sign of a good movie. Because it made people react. If people are coming after you, you're doing something, right? Yeah. Possibly. Depending on the situation. Yeah. <laughs> um, fuck, dude. And we and you said this wasn't in theaters, right? It was only in the it film festivals. It was only in film festivals, and it was released direct to DVD. If it did have a theatrical run in the States, it was a very limited, like maybe a like two-week run in L.A. and New York. This would be That's another- normally one of those things that they do. Well, now they're kind of doing a more wide limited because they're only doing like one week. Mm -hmm. But back in the day, limited releases was literally like a full run, full two month run, but only in L.A. and New York. Oh, that's it. That's what a limited release was. Mm. Every now and then they might throw in like Houston, Dallas or some very large cities. Like I think the only time we had a. Yeah, Tempe Marketplace. We had the Hollywood premiere. We had the world premiere of X-Men Origins Wolverine. 
at Tempe Marketplace, Arkans. What a fucking. It, it, it vote like it, they literally put it on the Origins website. Vote for where they can they listed off huh. cities that were possibilities. Tempe won. <laughs> I was this close to going. Yeah, this close that's to close. Going. I mean, it'd have been a lot qu- uh, easier to get to than Phoenix. Yeah, uh, this is another one of those movies that if I if they if it was in theaters. I would have loved to be in the background watching people's reaction to this shit. I bet I you have seen this a lot theaters. of people would, uh, at, was, a, at the horror and sci-fi film festival. Um, damn. But I mean, like, you know, released to the public, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, to, the, yeah. to the normal people, yeah. the, the hounds. Um, See, that's the thing. Cause like when I, I saw it in theaters, half the audience had already seen the movie. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, I could see people getting like getting up and getting out or Maybe crying. Oh, yeah. This movie, yeah. I guarantee you, you have a lot of walkouts. I watched motherfuckers cry when Han Solo died, and I'm pretty damn sure I would see some motherfuckers cry. Oh, yeah. This is way more fucking heart-wrenching than fucking <laughs> oh, Han Solo getting frozen in carbonite. No, no. <laughs> I mean dying. Like when oh, yeah, Kylo Ren fucking, actually, you know, uh, I need to do something, and I don't know if I have the strength to do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Him and his little hot topic. Oh, that's right. I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, yeah. But... Like I said, like I say, the the shittiest actor was the big t- the the older kid that clearly didn't fit with the rest yeah, of them. Eddie, Eddie, yeah, I, he was he, he was the weakest link out of all of them. I'd have I to agree. say, and he's that way in every movie I've ever seen that dude in. Oh, where he acts that same damn way, and that's the kid that was on Nickelodeon. No, uh, Willie. Oh, yeah, yeah, the yeah. Ruth's oldest son. Okay, was on Disney. Um. So this movie was evil. That's the only way be, I can put it. This is good. Well, and that's evil. that's a good way to put this movie's called The Girl Next Door. But the version I had you watch was a foreign foreign cut of it. Still in English and everything. But the movie was called Jack Ketchum's Evil. Evil is a more honest, yeah, true title. But I like the girl next door. Well, that's what it was. Because it was just over you there. don't know if you went. If this movie was called Evil, you would know what the movie's about from get go. True, and it gives away all of it. Yeah, like the trailer that I used on this one. That was the trailer for the Blu-ray release. That was fucking. Five years after the DVD came out. Mm. The original trailer doesn't start off with this. Any noise, I'll kill you both. It unfolds through the trailer like most trailers do. It doesn't start off with the gut punch right there and bounce back and forth. We're talking about people dying. Yeah. I'm happy in the United States it was called The Girl Next Door. Like followed what the book book's title was. Mm-hmm. Now I've got the hard question for you. Would you recommend this movie? And what do you rate it out of 10? As a movie, it as a, as we've discussed, as a movie it was well done, right? I think whatever they were trying to portray, they did a very good job at doing just that. So it's Compared to the, some of the other shit that we've been watching, this is like an absolutely, you know, killer ass movie. The content itself, obviously, and the story and what it's about, it's all fucking god awful. But if you're going to tell a story about something so awful, 
do it right. And I do think that's well. what they did. Yeah. And, and they did a very good job. I, I would recommend it with an open mind to some horrific scenes and just shit that's happening. Like, whereas like, I don't recommend Serbian film. Mm. And even though we've tried to, we've had a couple parallels, it's, it is still a little bit different. Yeah. Um, but I like, I recommend it and I don't, you know, uh, are you still talking I, about Serbian or this? No, one? now I'm back to this one. Uh, I, I don't know, man, I'm a little on the fence about recommendations. It's, it, it's, it's a well done movie, but it, like you said, it makes you feel and I just don't know if I would encourage other people to feel the way that I feel right now. You know what I mean? That's Cause it fair. sucks. That's you know what I mean, fair. I don't Cause I like comedy and that's why I love horror so much. Cause it makes me laugh. Cause it's stupid shit. Yeah. And you know, sad shit like this. I, you know, I, I want to watch it because it's, it's something new and different, but I don't encourage people to feel bad or feel sad. I, you know I, what I mean? I agree. Um, so yes, I recommend it, but light lightly. Um, and it was a good movie. Like a like an eight or a nine, you know, cause just just because of how well done it was made. See, once again, it's I a th- true story, yeah, right? You know, yeah. once again, I think you and I are kind of on the exact same page. Um, I I I have to say that I recommend this movie because mm-hmm. I have recommended people watch it. I'm like, yeah. It's worth a look, but I let them know. I'm like, you're not going to like the way you feel after. Mm -hmm. And not that you're going to feel like you've done something wrong. It literally. (laughs) It makes you hate society more than you already did. The fact that humans like this fucking exist and this shit happens, right? If when you finish this movie, it's going to feel like a piece of your soul has been removed. That's why I only watch this movie like once every fucking five, six years. Yeah. Because. It may be. it's it's a hard it's a very and this is coming from me i watch hardcore shit all the fucking time this movie is tame on that fucking level but more hardcore on a completely different level and shit doesn't affect me for a movie to affect me like this that's why I recommend it mm-hmm. because yeah, like you said, I don't want people feeling like this, but I'm curious to see if the movie makes them feel this way. I see. That's <laughs> how you find the sociopaths and your friends. Exactly. <laughs> what I was thinking, I was like, you want to, yeah. Uh, yeah. And I'm going to give this movie a solid nine, a yeah. solid nine, like across the board. Um, and I'll, my solid nine for the movie. I'm going to give fucking the actress Blythe. And again, I can't pronounce her last name. I give her a 10. Mm -hmm. Her acting is fucking phenomenal. And for having to go through what she went through to make this fucking movie. Right. You have to get in. And I don't know how to say this correctly, but you have to get into character. Right. And to get into that kind of mode of character of just torment and fucking torture like that and portrayed as well as she did. Yeah. It. Because that's you, a dark headspace to get in. You know what? We all slowly die with her yeah. while you're watching yeah. it, dude. And you kind of, um, Davy's boyhood, you watch get fucking murdered and yeah, raped. Yeah, it gets taken like, away yeah, from you. Yeah, 100%, man. And you just, you feel that with it. And and you just, you grow the hate for the mom and the the confusion of how the fucking boys. And I don't know. It it made me feel a lot of weird shit, man. Right. <laughs> So those of you listening, hopefully you haven't ran for the razor blades. Um, 
I don't know what we're reviewing next. I th- we might do kids. You need to talk to Roxy and see what we're about New Year's Eve and everything. Um, we'll, we'll be back with something next week. Don't worry about it. And it won't be we somber and shit like this. It'll be, it'll be something. Well, well if, it's if it's kids, kids Requiem, kinda, or like 13. That, 13, it's going to be somber just in a different way. Yeah. Um, but... Anything else you'd like to say? Thank you all like, for listening. Yes. Um, you know, we, we try to make the best of this one. It It's super lost for words for the most part of it. But, yeah, thank you all for listening. And we'll see you next time. Yeah, thank you all for going down this depressing path with us. Um, please tune in again next week, as always. Till next time, kitties. Thank you for listening to this, the Movie Pit Movie Review. We hope you have enjoyed your time. Come back to the Movie Pit Podcast each week for a new movie review podcast. The opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the individual hosts and may not reflect the views of RMJ Media Incorporated. See you next week.